0: Everybody. Welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. World. I am Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and I am joined, as always, by Sarge. Hello from the internet. And the mysterious L. How are you, beautiful babies? <laughs> ah, it's, it's Robot L this week. So, uh, yeah, this week um, we had uh, not breaking news, as it were, because uh, Ron Watkins was here to tell us that Maybe those packets that our buddy Mike Lindell was looking into might not be that wonderful. And then, oh my God, what happened after that? Well, before we get into it, we got to play a content warning.
1: Content warning The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised.
2: I didn't want. I didn't want to step all over the the very beginning of the show, but I'm very disappointed that Mike didn't reference or didn't didn't get the the beautiful baby reference of the week. That wasn't just any 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 old robot, Mike Reigns. That was Zero Wing. How are you, gentlemen? You have no choice. Make your time. Only classic, vintage, ancient memes for our listeners. The ur memes. <laughs> There's I've got something. a dancing baby gif over here. Are
1: you, you going to start singing Badger Badger Mushroom?
0: <laughs> <A> snake. Snake. <laughs> oh, we're, snake!
1: We're all very old.
0: Yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I I totally did miss that. I apologize for my lack of being on the right wave of L, as it were. So, um, But our boy, Ron, uh, decided that he was looking at the horizon, which is coming in next week in the form of the symposium that Mike Lindell is going to be holding. And like some QAnon uh, followers and, uh, and studiers were like, it's Ron signing an NDA. Like, why is he being so dodgy about this? Because he's talking about these packets and he's like, I don't know, guys. Well, maybe there's something there, but. And you could just, like, feel the flop sweat just, like, forming on Ron's forehead as he
2: was getting ready to try to... Did he start ex- melting out of his skin suit <laughs> like Rudy Giuliani did? That was incredible.
0: <laughs> if only if only Ron had, like, slimy hair dye, like, pouring down his face. Oh, yeah.
2: Well, you, we somehow missed this when we were going over our headlines for the week. We could also talk about how that guy is melting and totally fucked. So that's good. <laughs> um... Little, little, little tease for the future of this year podcast.
0: Yes. Yeah, our our boy Rudes always our boy Rudes, But uh dealing with like the internet universe of QAnon and our and our beautiful boy Ron, he then after like he started tamping down expectations for the packet captures, started freaking out and started posting all this stuff on his Telegram where he was like, "Guys, you have no idea." What's oh my god! We, the stuff I got here is so explosive, so devastating, so powerful. It is going to rock the the deep state to their core. This is it, bonafide proof of election theft.
2: Absolute infinity zero. Yeah. And, oh, and it did,
1: right?
0: Oh, absolutely. I, I, was, I
1: was gone, so I, I I must have missed it.
0: So he basically started posting a bunch of stuff about uh, BIOS uh, software, uh, just computer software nonsense. This was all computer for dummies bullshit. And he's like, look at their BIOS like formatting. Look at the way this is being set up. If you do like a, P, uh, a PDX reboot or something like that, oh, my God. And it, and it was just all this jargon. Oh my God.
2: Get the hackers on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. If, if we're, planet. If, uh, play, play that bump, because uh, it sounds like we're just going to get straight into this.
1: From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's cues in the news. <laughs> it's it's in here as Ron Watkins does a John Carter, the movie. Yes.
2: Yeah. I mean, the books were fine, but it obviously did well enough. But that movie, boy, howdy. what What an infamous stinker. If you're in the audience, raise your hand if you've seen the movie John Carter. Look to your left, to your right. None of you are raising your hand.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so our boy Ron started freaking out and telling everybody that he's got he's got it. He's got the sauce. He's got the power. He's going to bring down the cabal once and for all. And not just from generic uh, grabbing of voting machine manuals or whatever. He's actually got something... So concrete and so devastating, like the world will never be the same again. This what- was
2: the dramatic trailer phase <laughs> of the John Carter experience, <laughs> where we were all just sort of like, you know, yeah, he was jumping like thirty feet in the air. There was a fully rendered CGI alien man that it was a sidekick. Like it could be good. They did Pirates of the Caribbean. It was fine. Like, yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah nobody, nobody everybody that's was like, made money. Nobody gave Pirates of the Caribbean any any chance before it came out, and then knocked all of our socks off, John Carter. It's like Johnny Depp with six pack abs. It's happening.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So eventually, and then Ron at some point explained to us that this whistleblower video is only going to be one minute and 17 seconds long, which obvious, I don't know why it would be one minute and 17 seconds. Not looking for a Pavlovian response. Are we, Ron? Not like that's your alter ego or anything. Is it, Ron? And he's like, because because this video is so short, anyone will be able to watch it, and it will be fine. And so, finally, uh, the video comes out, and the best part, the, I mean, every part of this video is incredible, but, like, the best part is it, it literally, the opening caption is Dominion whistleblower admin password remote access and he missed an L in whistleblower. I'll leave it up to the audience to guess which L he fucked up on. <laughs> but, but, uh, it could be anything. It could be any of them. It could be all, it could be all four of them that he did for, had to put in the word whistleblower. But, uh, he, uh, put this thing together so quickly and so slapdashedly that, uh, he was missing an L in whistleblower. And then the actual video is just, uh, a bunch of g- blurry screens and two people who have their voices distorted. Although one of those two people has an accent that sounds suspiciously like Ron Watkins talking about, Hey, look at this here. This just this, this means this could be connected to the internet. Oh, really? You think it might be connected to the internet if they did this thing? Yeah, I think it's possible it could be connected to the internet. I mean, it is the most like benign, dumb conversation with a guy pointing at a computer screen. And then they like smash cut between this conversation, between these two uh, voice distorted jamokes and uh, Dominion's uh, CEO talking to Arizona's um, Congress critters and him being like, no, there's no connectivity, our, our uh, uh, all of our uh, voting machines are not connected to the internet. They don't. Uh, they don't have anything to do with that. You can't. You can't get them to do that. So no, they're they're not connected. Don't worry about it. And then it, and then it cuts right back to not Ron and not Ron's friend being like, well, maybe this thing here. If you hit this button here and beep this boop, then it, it will get us onto the internet, and these machines will be accessible by the interwebs. <laughs> totally plausible. So-, and
2: so I'm assuming then they went on to use this secret information they had to remote access a Dominion machine from the internet, right? Oh, for uh, sure.
0: Uh, no, actually, somehow, some way. We-
1: <laughs> <laughs> LD of your surprise hat? I've got my surprise hat.
0: We better yeah, put it it's,
2: on. It's, it's made of Wagyu beef, baby. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so our boy, our boy Ron, did not manage to uh, wedge in the actual hacking of Dominion voting machines via the internet in the eighty-seven second
2: clip that he distributed. Did he even bother to try to call crash override?
0: Nor nor did he call zero cool. He didn't he did none of these things. Uh the plague was nowhere to be found. I, I mean,
2: mean surely if he needed help from within the QO sphere, uh our boy in the matrix. <laughs> with like no some sort of lead hacker shit, he sees the yeah. code, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah him and Spoo. He, he just
1: it's the Matrix. He's <laughs> just Well, in the Matrix is somebody else. But just sees the 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 numbers scrolling by just,
2: his his movie's crappy it's just called uh bios yeah. it's like what what is the bios and it's just like yeah, yeah good question cuz like even if that was a smoking gun it is the least sexy smoking gun ever how are you going to get people to rally behind that yeah. <laughs> look, look at this blurry video footage of this computer screen showing some code and it's just like <laughs> oh my god the code <laughs> Quickly, get this information to 4chan. I hear those are hackers on steroids.
0: (laughs) So the best part about this is one of the things that, uh, that Ron posted was, in one hour, we exposed the most egregious election lie. Spread the video. Your life depends on it. Spread the video. Our country depends on it. Spread the video. The world depends on it.
2: Yeah, to- I read
0: that. It's so fucking
1: dramatic. He Calm down,
2: to be, bud. Uh, he wants it to be short and wide, like his glorious leader's penis. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all three inches of that mighty mushroom needs to spread all across our world, like uh, so much of Colonel Sanders' buttery spread. As it everything were. was a piece,
2: and then uh, the, the mushroom kingdom attacked. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dumb. And.
0: So now you might be thinking, wow, Mike, this was really disappointing and a colossal failure typical for every other QAnon dumpster fire we've ever seen. But wait, dear viewer, (laughs) there's more. So Ron demanded everyone grab this video, download it, spread it to everybody they could. About a few minutes after everyone started doing this, people started posting that their phones had now gotten a virus from the video that Ron had told them to download. So Ron got everybody's phones hacked with a fucking virus (laughs) that they then transmitted to other people. So we have the, uh, the Ron being the Delta variant of some fucking internet virus that uh, he gave to all of his beloved idiot uh, followers who thought he was going to give them something, which he did, a virus for their phones.
2: Incredible. Yeah. Good, good, old, good old Ronnie Watts infecting his W user base with a dirty digital dick. Yes. <laughs> it's just like oh it's just my God. one minute and 17 seconds
1: of pure steel, baby. Was it the worm <laughs> virus? Did the Did the tankers begin sinking?
0: Yeah, the, 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 the Jesus Christ Da Vinci painting started of warbling incoherently.
2: I watched yeah. Hackers recently. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the the, the members of Four Chan are going to have to start flying through that city of cubes. <laughs> 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 I, lo- I love oh, how we're, I, I we're love treading like, on binge wordy territory here. I love how the ADF, whatever fuck it. I mean, binge wordys is a spinoff podcast of this one for a reason. Like Ooh. one of our catchphrases here should be shouting turbo teen. <laughs> uh i love how like in the 80s and 90s that like everybody assumed that the future of browsing the internet or just even the, the files on your computer was going to be like putting do-ies. on a vr headset yeah. or and flying around a digital city of cubes and it's just like nah man i'm just gonna click on it with a mouse or if i or if i feeling particularly lazy like when i want to open youtube on my television i just tell it i just tell it i want that to happen I'm just like television, make YouTube, and it's like, okay, cool, it does that for me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't have to fly around, make, shit. <laughs> make YouTube, <too>. yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! So, uh, so Ron Watkins, uh, like hyped up this huge stinker and then released it into the world. Some percentage of the people who decided they wanted to share this stinker with their friends, uh, ended up transmitting some sort of cell phone computer virus, <laughs> uh, and uh how did the rest of the of the Ron fan base take his hot drop?
0: Uh poorly. Uh pretty much everyone's reaction to uh, Ron the, the latest Ron drop was dude this isn't enough. This isn't gonna pill anybody. This this isn't even a pink pill. This isn't even beige. This isn't even close. I mean, we need we need we need actual red. We need crimson in the up in here, and we ain't getting it. This this is pathetic.
1: I've been talking about it with people on Twitter. I still, someone has to tell me why Ron hasn't posted his Q one last time. I I just can't get around it. Like it's breaking my brain.
0: I really just don't. I really just feel like that he looks at Q as being a thing where if he starts it back up again, he's got to commit to the bit. He he can't do a he can't do a goodbye, cruel world Q drop. It just wouldn't be enough. For him, because once he once he got back in the B&Q, he would he would have to keep it rolling. And that would just lead down a path of him being stuck being Q, which is not what he wants, because what he wants is actually being able to be uh, a real boy in the world, be- because um, after this thing flamed out as brutally as it did and after he um was being called out by everybody for having once again uh promised them the world and delivered them absolute shit yeah um he has pivoted from this video will save the world and you've got to give it everybody the video and then they'll get a virus and now their phone is mining bitcoin for Pol- for polish people or whatever uh After that uh, flamed out so spectacularly, he um, decided that the new improved uh, storyline that he was going to run with was that this video was but 1% (laughs) of all the powerful documents and evidence he's got. And, like, now get ready because, oh, boy, is Ron Watson going to come hard with the fastball because you thought that video was big. You ain't seen nothing yet. That was that was just a tip baby you're getting the full ron experience very soon the, At- this is
2: the uh everybody kind of realized that the name john carter was boring and that the marketing sucked and nobody really cared about taylor kitch to begin with phase but then oh shit taylor kitch is playing gambit in that stupid wolverine movie and they're talking about doing a spinoff so maybe we do care about taylor kitch
0: <laughs> what a twist yeah, so uh, Ron, because again, all he ever wanted to do is to be a real boy, and he got to be a real boy for a few minutes on OAN, being a uh, Dominion uh, secure, uh, yeah. computer expert.
1: A voting program R- expert.
0: Yeah, voting machine programming expert, or whatever the- Because whatever- he read the manual- I I read the manual, and you know who I am, wink nod. So let me be on TV, OAN. Uh, So Ron um, was able to get an interview on Gateway Pundit. So our boy is making it to the bottom of the right-wing puke funnel misinformation network. And uh, he got to talk to Gateway Pundit and tell them, guys, I got so much coming. You have no idea. Oh, baby, we got so much hot, hot news. It's going to be incredible. And uh, the Gateway Pundit was like, wow, if Ron Watkins' charges are to be believed. And because
1: the Gateway Pundit. I to spit my coffee up. I mean, if Ron Watkins' charges are to be believed. And I'm like, it, they're not. Yeah, I mean. Narrator, they were yeah. not.
0: Yeah, it's just it's just this thing where Ron is just so desperate for attention as Ron and not as Q that if he's able to get on OAN or he's able to be interviewed by Gateway pundit this life is so much more rewarding to him than his life was as Q even though he'll never be nearly as culturally relevant as he as he was when he was the man behind the curtain. So uh, and but he, and he's trying to do it. I mean, literally, by saying that he only gave us 1% of what he's got, he's literally doing Q drops all over again. He's just the slow drip of information. He's like, guys, the next drop is 5%. It's five <laughs> times bigger than our last one. Ron's
2: um, the king of edging. We, yeah, we, I mean, so we, unfortunately for him, this time around, he doesn't have like a fired up... Base of goobers that are into it because it's like an anonymous thing that allows them to LARP out their military fantasies. They know that he's just some random guy. So he's like trying to start this with a user base of people being like, I used to like Code Monkey, but now he's full of shit. He doesn't know anything.
0: That, yeah, that's, that's the problem is that Ron, Ron has already, like, primed people to be on the defensive about bullshit because, I mean, it, it, it's such a weird thing in QAnon that you have people like Jordan Sather and others who are trying to, like, gatekeep the purity of Q's message and be like, no, those guys over there were talking about Jisera and Nisera and the Iraqi Dinar. They're all full of shit. you got to trust Dinar. me. I mean, it's just, just all, all of that stuff. It's like it's so weird that you have like people that are trying to gatekeep this stuff. So, like now, when like you come with your new bullshit, the people that are like, "Well, hey, you were calling out John O seven seven and uh, all the other people that were talking big and ghost Ezra." So now you gotta like provide some evidence for yourself, there, Ron. You gotta show us what you got, and and, and Ron's got nothing, and he knows he's got nothing. So it's like you you've already built the fan that's going to blow the headwind into your face that's going to scrutinize your actual work now whereas back in the heady days of QAnon anyone could post fucking anything and people were like oh shit what does it mean what is the secret message Ooh. yeah and
2: and like the only card he has to play now is to just like release a video that he took 3 years ago of himself logging into the Q account with its trip code and doing some drop posting and just be like here's my incontributable proof fact that i am the one who is q and a a bunch of people would still just be like that's bullshit you're not Q. this is a fake and b even if people were just like oh okay finally the proof that this dude was q all along he probably doesn't want to be publicly q q has a lot of eyeballs on it now way more than i'm sure he ever attended including the united states government (laughs) q ain't never coming back like that, that boy is dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I
1: mean, I, I know why he's never going to post his cue again, because the entire alphabet of agencies is just waiting and watching. And, and now, now they could, there's real evidence that they could be like, well, we're going to arrest you because you started an insurrection against the United States government. It turns out yeah, that's I mean, a, like a little
2: illegal. I'm assuming some amount of these people that have been arrested have mentioned like, you know, like Q in their legal defenses or whatever, and just be like, My client was just driven crazy by some online idiot named Q and then if, if if online idiot named Q decides to make themselves publicly known, well, we have a bunch of court documents with, with people on the record saying that you drove them to insurrection. So that's probably not the best look.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Boy, boy, sure is lucky I'm not Q, says Ron. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pugs on his collar. Nervously. I really hate to be that Q guy. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. what, what
1: was Ron's tweet right before uh, Q stopped posting?
0: Oh, that was the one where he was just like, guys, we gave it our all, but you know, them's the breaks. We got a new president now. So it's time to just like kind of put one foot in front of the other and do as best we can in this brave new world. And, uh i'm like i'm
2: happy with re- all of you remember <laughs> the friends like, we made on the way right
0: yeah pretty much yeah exactly he so, think- slowly
2: t- slowly turns off a light switch that's labeled q and then a bunch of like dumb maga idiots kick open the door to the room and they go fuck no you're not let's you turn that shit right back on <laughs> yeah and I- pu- push him out of the room <laughs> yeah. my partner pointed out that he
1: he said in that dumb tweet L- let's remember the friends we made along the way and we now know that ron is a huge anime fan and that's just a weeb thing to say let's remember the friends we made along the way right as he strokes his ray his life-size ray Ainami figure <laughs> oh my god Ev- the entirety of american conspiracy thought got duped by the worst guy from an anime convention
2: doc oh, yeah. seriously 100 percent serious question coming your way sarge you hit, that, you hit that statue with a blacklight. What do you think you find? Anything? Ooh, like a <laughs> Jackson Pollock painting. Yeah. Like, there is no way he has not touched that with his dick. I mean, I'm assuming, like, I feel like there's a pretty good chance that that's the case. But do you think that he does proper upkeep on it? I feel like if you own a life-size anime thing that you want to get your swerve on with... You're probably good enough to have, like, the cleaning supplies to keep it from getting too foul. Mike, where does Ron live anymore?
0: Uh, I think he lives in Japan right now. Oh, is he still
2: in Japan? I wasn't clear Uh, Never mind. Uh, It's just absolutely grimy. (laughs) (laughs) there's, There's cultural precedent. Japan has
1: figure cleaning services. I guarantee if we looked on Fiverr in Japan or whatever, they'd be like, I'll come and clean your figures in a maid outfit
2: yeah but also but also the, the the stereotypical otaku which is the sort of person that would have a life-size rei ayanami uh uh they're notoriously gross so i feel like that probably that probably pushes closer to uh k- keep your luminola home boys and girls uh <laughs> and so, but like but my friend told me that they were just like oh yeah i broke the cardinal rule of uh never look up in an outhouse and i was just like i had never thought about that but if I was never going into outhouses before, I'm certainly never going into them now. I will immediately think about that, break that rule, and then just, like, die of a heart attack. <laughs>
1: Yo. How many body pillows do you think uh, Ron has? And do you think they're uh, my pillow brand body pillows?
0: uh i many and no i don't think i I don't think ron's a loyal uh customer of mike lindell's uh
2: i think if if, i think if mike lindell was into that body pillow racket uh, his company wouldn't be hemorrhaging money as bad as it is
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, to the tune of 65 million is what i read this is is my segue into the mike lindell sucks corner
0: Oh, yeah. Our boy, Mike Lindell, uh, he is hurting so bad that he is now given an affiliate link to Alex Jones for uh, Ooh, people. Yeah. That's go, got to hurt. Yeah. If you go to MyPillow.com or whatever and like type in like uh, slash Alex or so, whatever, you get like savings. And it's like the Alex affiliate. He gets a slice uh, of that money. So like now that's the that's the that's the circles that my pillow guy is trafficking in now in order to uh run in order to try to fund his operation is uh i mean when you're mike lindell and you had all this money and you had all these companies that were willing to like like shelf your product and let you make money off of it it's like it's it's incredible to me that this guy has burned all these bridges and has like done all this stuff and I honestly believe he's been duped. I think this guy is just delusional. and You think uh, Mike
1: Lindell, you think he just fell down the rabbit hole
2: a long time ago? Yeah. Whoa, I, whoa, whoa, whoa. You think this Trump supporter is delusional? Yeah. <laughs> whoa, I, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> whoa. I, I, whoa! Yeah. Okay, I'm done. That, that nope,
0: was I, 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 I was willing to ride that bit as far as you wanted. Not a problem
2: at all. <laughs> I, think, I think I fulfilled the, the, the covenant, right? I did it three times? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> okay, the, then the yeah. three, yes. It, it, is, it has been completed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the summoning, it has been achieved. Uh, the awakened one stands before us.
2: Yeah. Uh, but, and now we can move on. <laughs> yeah,
0: but. Uh, Whoa! <laughs> ah, I see callbacks. Okay, now really done. <laughs> but the thing is with him i just think that you have this guy who's just made all this money he's been so successful and he just doesn't think he could get tricked again and he's all, and he is a delusional trump supporting guy who was dealing with these kinds of things before the election where the polls were wrong trump was going to win no matter what uh, he may have not known exactly what qAnon was but it was it was giving him the hopium and and he bought in, and then when Trump lost and he had to confront reality, he decided, no, I will not confront reality. I will deny reality. I'll just double down on this Trump-was-going-win to bullshit, and I'm going to keep thinking that he did win. And now he's been played by a bunch of hucksters and a bunch of conmen who've given him these packet captures and all this other bullshit, and they've told him what he wants to hear, and that's it. And it's just like... If you can get into Mike Lindell's inner circle and offer him bullshit that placates him, he'll take it and you'll
2: probably get a fat check from it. I mean, see it- the problem for Mike Lindell is, it's sort of twofold, right? Because one, like the, the pools that he's playing in are dirty and therefore uh, other people are pulling out, right? Like, so he's losing like $65 million just because people don't want their fucking wagon hitched to this dumb uh trump is the real president uh hokum uh and also it's making mike lindell like a household name like people know his name and it not for a good reason and we're no longer in the age of there's no such thing as bad yeah it's (laughs) there's hella bad press anymore bad press will fucking destroy you now like this shit is good the internet makes it so that if somebody can google your name and everything that comes up is just like seven shades of nonsense about how the Illuminati control the world or whatever, like they might be disinclined to buy your fucking pillows.
0: I, re- <laughs> I remember when I just a little, yeah I remember when I was listening to this like sports ball radio like they the 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 guys doing the do, doing the show they would do reads for my pillow all the time. There were a bunch of like big time podcasts it was a joke that podcasters would reference my pillow, and you know what I don't hear now ever. That. I never hear people on the radio shilling my pillow. I don't hear podcasters shilling my pillow. People are like, you know, the Mike Lindell brand is so toxic, I'm not gonna take your money for that on my on my podcast. Me Undies and Stamps.com <laughs> and Squarespace. There are plenty of brands that will just shower like popular podcasters with money so i it's not like i oh it's like oh no where's this 30 second ad money gonna come from (laughs) they don't have to worry about that they're like damn fuck it gotta use the my pillow guys ads this week in order to make
2: rent yeah i mean it's like like if if my pillow wanted to cut us a check for ad time that check would have to be big enough where we would literally just be like, okay, well, the podcast is dead. Yeah, yeah. But, it was, it, but it was never going to get big as big as this check is now, anyway. So we're just committing to killing it. For, we're sacrificing it for my pillow. We're each taking our ten million dollars and we're walking out. the Yeah, door.
0: right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like if if yeah, if Mike Lindell wants to get us in a room and have us destroy ourselves, which is what it would be. Then we'd have to be like, wait, what's, what the like. I, I personally, I need to, I need to clear six figures, high six figures minimum. For myself here for my integrity from for the the long sh- the long shower where I scrub myself and scream still not clean like i'm gonna need that i'm gonna need to look at my bank account and be like okay cool, I can buy a house like free and clear and like have all of these things taken care of for the rest of my life like like that's the thing is that like that's the kind of damage he's done to himself where he is now persona non grata in the mainstream, like, uh, and then he managed to uh, alienate Fox because, like, he was like, "I'm going to make Fox like air the ads for my symposium where I'm going to expose the yeah, fraud." Yeah, I saw that. And uh, yeah, we covered that last week. And then Fox was like, no, we will not air these ads because Dominion's lawyers are watching, and they can't wait to hit us with another three dollar oh. lawsuit.
2: Oh yeah. my god, I, I forgot I forgot to ask about this uh, th- when we were talking about Ronnie Watts. Like, uh, he he he's fucking with Dominion now too, right? Like, does he is he just trying to get himself roped into that lawsuit?
0: Uh he, he was back when Dominion like came out with uh, their list of people that. Like they had like their thing where it was like basically season to desist, stop bothering us. And also by the by, we are requesting all of the following people to like not destroy any documentation right now because uh, we might be coming for you down the line. So we want you to know that like anything you do that could lead to there being a gap in your documents that is obvious. We're gonna take that as a sign of you doing something nefarious. Jim and Ron Watkins were mentioned by name in that. Uh, yeah, that- absolutely.
2: Oh my god! So, so, so you know, he decided to post this video. For, like, he's trying to poke that bear. That's gonna be hilarious. I hope to God that they also. They're just like, <laughs> and addition, addition to the other people we're suing for one point seven billion dollars, we are now also suing Ron Watkins for one point seven billion dollars
0: right exactly
2: give us your 1.7 billion dollars please oh you don't have that kind of money well then you are poor forever please yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: they come in uh, like several large men in coveralls come in <laughs> and take the ray figure
2: and like just start <laughs> and, like start peeling the hat off his head while he sobs yeah. <laughs>
0: It, 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 as 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 you rest on your my uh, my Dominion pillow and go on Eight Dominion for all of your weird porn fetish needs, I mean, they're going to own a website, a pillow company, whatever Wood has to offer them. I mean,
2: they're, they're- he's going to put out, he's going to put out a video where he's just like, <laughs> on second thought, I love Dominion voting machines; they're the most secure voting machines ever. But he's still going to make it eighty eight seconds long just so he can like try to save face.
0: Right. Oh yeah, yeah. It's gonna be the the ultimate cue proof. He's, he's he's gonna try to put like subliminal cue messages in it. Also, he's gonna have like seventeens all over
2: the screen. He's gonna like he's uh, just gonna say a bunch of a, a bunch of words that start with Q. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna be like, I should have been more quiet wink, when I was talking about the such conspiracy theories. Yeah, these quality Dominion voting machines. <laughs> yeah, they they make quick work. Of quite account. yes. <laughs> Dumb. Quite,
0: quite an accurate account. If I do say so myself.
2: <laughs> just... Oh my God! Oh my Jesus! Yeah! Wow! Did we both? Did we both just go there at the same time? Yeah! Oh, did. Me, me, me and Sarge doing a mind meld. Uh, but yeah, so like I just sorry I didn't mean to drag us back into Rod Walks but we were still scoring up a bunch of points on Mike Lindell and his dumb horse shit. <laughs> so where where do we see this guy after Donald Trump is inevitably not reinstated president here in like seven days or whatever? Speaking of which, next week's recording, I mean, like August 11th is supposed to be the day, right? So yeah, we're, yeah. we're we're gonna have quite the episode that day when the storm wave finally crashes into DC. So yeah, and we are- that bitch
0: Nancy Pelosi into the scene. <laughs> It hits her with a mallet. Oh know, my God!
2: I didn't mean it. That wasn't domestic abuse. Honest, I swear. Yeah, I, I, these are all metaphors. Sponsored by my pillow. You know, <laughs> folks, if you want a comfortable pillow,
0: it's over. We've ru- we've ruined ourselves. Cha-ching! Uh, yeah.
2: Not a real sponsor.
0: <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> but uh, yeah, these. These idiots, they're just uh, doing all these things. And and what happens with Mike Lindell is we're going to be mid-symposium on the 11th. So the 10th – I mean it's going to be really weird because we're probably going to be on the eve of the big reveal because I feel like he's going to save the hammer for the 12th. So we're going to be mid-symposium on the 11th. We're going to have day one and whatever. Oh, right, because
1: the the shit's supposed to drop on the 12th and it will be so powerful – that on the 13th Trump will be president again. Wait, what did I make up the 11th? I thought it was the 11th. No, no it's that, 13th. The
0: the, thir- the the 13th is when we're going to have it was when you, me and the rest of America are going to be in the streets demanding Trump be reinstated. Yeah, oh, damn get- it, that's going to that's going to be 2 weeks from now. But we're going to be mid convention. We're going to have whatever day 1 and the middle of day 2 were and like I can't imagine what kind of a train wreck you could possibly present that would be three days long when your hammer, when your big payoff is something everybody already knows (laughs) is dog shit. Like everybody already knows that the packet captures are uh, just the publicly available information of like the Pennsylvania voter rolls that anyone can purchase. If you want that information, it's just publicly available. So like, we already know what his big reveal at the end of this is, and it's going to be an absolute disaster. I, I just can't imagine what it would be like to be told to <laughs> uh, come out and be like the lead for something where the headliner is just an absolute, like, just train wreck. It would be like, hey, uh, music band, uh, Millie <laughs> Milli Vanilli are coming back and they're going to sing with their real voices for Really Real and they're the headliner. Do you want to do 45 minutes before they get up on stage? And it's like, no. No, I don't, because that sounds like a really bad thing to tie my name to.
2: No, wait man! They're going to wrap up that carnival by bringing up special guest star, demonstrably and 100% provably alive JFK Jr. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got to make America great and get hat on or whatever. Yeah. Or keep America great. That's what they pivoted to. Yeah. Yeah. Or even better, uh, the rules have changed. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> everyone's just like, oh shit, the rules have changed. The dead walk. Yes. It's just like <laughs> yeah. JFK, JFK Jr. and Tupac, surprisingly, are on stage to talk to you about how great Donald Trump is. And in fact, he's still the real president. Yeah, guaranteed. Uh, but, even th- but even then, they'd have no proof of that. It would just be like, wow, what a world. The the like people we thought were dead are alive. Ghost it was right about that all along. Uh, also, <laughs> J- checks, checks checks watch. Uh, Joe Biden's still president. So <laughs> suck it, nerds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I just really wonder how like, like this convention, I would assume it's probably going to be like a standard convention where you're going to have like eight to 10 hours of programming each day. So it's how do you get 16 to 20 hours of programming on days one and two leading up to the big payoff on day three? I just, my God, I, I can't imagine that. I can't imagine getting up on a stage and being like, hey, everybody, everybody ready for the truth to come out in two days? Roar. Everyone excited about Mike Lindell? They're so used to
1: that. They're, that's, they're, they're just like, hey, things are going to happen blank amount of time from now.
2: It's just going to bring back, back that, uh, that, that lunatic woman that was just screaming everything she was saying at that previous convention. I can't remember her name, but she was a real hoot.
0: Yeah, the uh, one of the Trump girlfriends. So the woman who was like, the best is yet to come at the RNC.
2: I mean, that was... It's just like, wow, bringing a, a desperate level of energy that's like teetering, <laughs> t- teetering on somebody just held a gun at me backstage yeah. and told me to be as excited as possible. <laughs> Clap harder. Yeah, yeah, just like, you're gonna go out on that stage and you're gonna be as excited as fucking possible. And if we think that you could be more excited, we're gonna blow your brains out <laughs> when you get back here. And she's like, I just can't get enough of that shrimp. It's crazy! Yeah. <laughs> just Maximum- like Vibrating with excitement. <laughs> just- <laughs> <laughs> Maximum excitement. That's what
0: it's all about, baby.
2: That's the, I- uh... That, absolute that's sort of energy. Yeah, yeah. that's... <laughs> That's the sort of energy where they're going to bring to it. You know, the, the, the Q folks, they're, they're hungry for it. They can't get enough of it. Yeah. They are desperate.
0: The the only thing I really wonder is I, I I haven't, I haven't checked for tickets to the symposium yet, but do they sell day one and day two passes? Can you go and miss out on the payoff on the 12th? You're like, no, I'm just here for that guy on day one. He does incredible breakdowns on voting machines and, uh, his work on uh, what happened in Ohio, breathtaking. You have no idea. I'm like a diehard believer in that guy. Like, uh, Lenny Smartmatic, he's the best. He's the best of these debunkers. He's incredible. So I don't need <laughs> to see what Lindell's got. I just want Lenny. I mean, I just I just don't understand how you could possibly be a day one or day two person for this. Like, yeah. Like, Do they just bring musical guests out? I mean, does does Pitbull perform? Now
1: with Smash Mouth.
0: Right. I just just don't see how you can have programming for this that could possibly uh, carry the day for any period of time. It's just so bizarre. This is going to be the most like esoteric thing i could possibly imagine because at least like when you do like the regular like q conventions it's just like up next in the matrix then matrix goes up does his 20 minute set gets back down up next jordan sather sather goes up and is just like hey do vaccines suck yeah does everybody hate masks yeah, <laughs> and then like, and, and then like, after he does, it, you just like, you just keep passing the baton from like one person to the
2: next, and like... <laughs> so fucking somebody comes out on stage dressed like uh, Steve Jobs, and they're just, they just got like the big projector behind them, and they're just like, now we all know what the biggest problem in America is: clicks button on the remote, Jews, and then, like just <laughs> get, get ripped off stage. <laughs> <laughs> Yoink! Oh no, <laughs> I I really
1: hate the people in books at hand. Shelbyville. (laughs) God damn it! They're all just a Simpsons joke. Like
0: who? Who invited Ghost Ezra? You're not one of the public faces of QAnon. Be con. We all, we love all people of all races. Ignore Q-Drop
2: 998. I mean, just... It's like, but am I really the real Ghost Ezra or just an actor in an elaborate costume? They're like, well, we're going to arrest you either way and find out. And he's like, don't do that, please. I will see myself out. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Oh my God.
0: Me, Ghost Ezra, not Ghost Ezra in the suit
2: of somebody else playing Ghost Ezra. He just throws a smoke bomb down and then just like shuffles through the emergency door, triggering the alarm everybody out the fire
0: department we all get out before they reset it sorry guys we're never, inv- we're never inviting that asshole back he ruins everything
2: the Jews did it <laughs> <laughs> he just peels through the parking lot at the people who are now outside yeah. yeah that'd be great and scene Yes. oh my
1: god I can't deal with these people
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. So, uh, yeah, so that seems to have been, like, that world of uh, just the internet clowns. But these internet clowns, they do manage to, like, bleed into the real world, which is, like, terrifying. And uh, QAnon's, like, favorite um, Arizona Congress critter, uh, Wendy Rogers, who is my hero because her avatar on all her social media posts is her when she was in the air force or whatever military branch she served in. And it's like her young in her like fatigues with an American flag in the background. And nowadays she's an older lady. She's like really like just, Small and just all like what you expect from her avatar is not what you get when you see her being interviewed.
2: You, you mean she, you mean she's not the 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 brassy uh, headstrong clarinet player in the air force marching band <laughs> that we remember? Yes, exactly right. <laughs> for, for the record, I don't know what the fuck she did, but it is equally as likely that she was in the fucking marching band as it was that she was flying MIGs over Russia or whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, so, <laughs> uh, But uh yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Plain term. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have mix. I don't. It? I don't. Uh, I, that. This is. That's your lane. <laughs> yeah. Um, you want, you happy, want yeah. accuracy. You want accuracy in the in the military references. You fucking make them. <laughs> I'll stick to turbo T. <laughs> so- <laughs> But
0: uh, our 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 friend of the podcast Wendy had posted a series of angry tweets because she's still allowed on social on polite social media for God knows what reason, uh, talking about the sta- all this uh, audit shit where she was like Patriots activate they are acting guilty if it walks like a duck and then uh, should stolen elections be considered treason. And then she continued to up the ante by saying, I would like to know if we have enough solitary confinement cells in Arizona available for the entire Maricopa Board of Supervisors and the, and the execs at Fraud Machine Company. We are going to need a lot. And then finishing with, I would have arrested all of these people already if I had the power to do so. I vote to arrest. Arrest and put them in solitary. So- I, I
2: see I see her question about voter for voter fraud being treason and raise her and does armed insurrection on the Capitol count as treason? <laughs> <laughs> no, that never happened. Shut up. Yeah, that that, that was just some people politely vacationing uh, in that place that they were having to smash windows and break the doors to get into. Yeah. Uh so. But, you know, that that's apparently somehow, somehow that's not treason. I would also ask, I just like, hey, remember when Mitch McConnell keeps saying that he refuses to allow the president their constitutionally protected right to appoint like Supreme Justices or whatever? Is that treason? Because this is kind of this to me, right? You guys are some these big constitution thumpers. Little,
1: little treason, not big treason. Uh, you yeah. may, have
0: committed, may have committed some light treason, yes. Uh, speaking of those uh, tourists who just uh, adventured through uh, the capital all harmlessly, uh, we had uh, news that a couple more uh, – Police that were involved in that had committed suicide this week, which is a terrible thing to hear about. And uh, QAnon was here to tell us the Clintons are murdering these people because are they? Yes, wow. uh, apparently these cops were going to spill the beans. They were going to okay. tell us what they were going to tell us what really happened on one six. They were going to get to the bottom of it, and uh, because of that, they had to be iced. Uh, they had to get dropped by the Clintons. Sounds or, right. <laughs> or other deep state uh, evil people who are bad and evil. And we would never question why Trump didn't arrest the bad guys at any point in time or do what Q said he was going to do. And now uh, our police officers, Blue Lives Matter, Back the Blue, Thin Blue Line, are being executed by the Clintons. And QAnon and Trump just sit uh, idly by playing Angry Birds on their phones or whatever. Um it's really amazing how these people it, – it, it's just a, a way like how whenever bad things happen and Christians just blame the devil and you're just like, why doesn't God just kill the devil, bro? What's that all about? It's even less defensible because you get, you can make up mythos about the Bible and the prophecy and the end of days and all this stuff. But it's like, no, Trump, uh, Hillary Clinton wanted to confess and Trump wouldn't let her. Uh, we have the video of, of Hillary slicing off the face of that girl and drinking her blood. Uh we've got everything. We have it all. Patriots in control. And
1: we're, we're gonna see that video any day now.
0: Any day now. Maybe that's part of the ninety-nine percent of the of the big shit Ron's holding on to. Maybe he has the video. Oh come come on Ron, you can give it to us. Help us no, out. No way, man. Well, the
2: the vote was rigged. Democracy is dead. Speaking of dying democracies. I believe we have a bump for our next upcoming story because it involves our good friend, Tucker Carlson.
0: It does involve our good friend, Tucker Carlson. However, that bump called out sick, which I have to apologize wow. for. Wow, you oh. you
2: re- you really didn't oh. mention this sort of shit in the production meeting beforehand, Tuck. <laughs> <laughs> I literally have a Tucker Carlson headline written in our notes here. You didn't tell me that the bump wasn't there? I'm sorry. I... Professional. That's going to cost us our pillow. Yeah, no, we're never going to get our $30 million paycheck. Oh, fuck! <laughs> All right, no. well, fucking no no bum for our listeners. If you've made it this far into the podcast, spoiler warning, we're not the most professional, uh, I guess. Uh, but this one is for once not on me, so thank God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, so so what the, what the fuck is our buddy Tucker Carlson doing in Hungary?
0: Uh, Tucker yeah. Carlson is getting ready to be part of a, uh, con- a, a part of a convention or a committee, as it were, that is not far right. Because wink nod, that's going to be in Hungary, and uh, he was hanging out with our boy uh, Hungarian dictator Victor uh, Orban, and. Very likely, this is actually the shit that the NSA uh, picked up on, and not try- <laughs> and not talk trying to get an interview with Putin. You know, normal. Yeah, you, you,
2: th- you think the NSA might be uh, interested in Fox News's biggest star heading over to Hungary to talk shop with a fucking dictator? It's just totally. kind of su- super weird that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's uh, so odd that this is probably what Tucky Tuck uh, got swept up in when the NSA was looking for him. And um, he's going to deliver a speech appropriately entitled The World According to Tucker Carlson uh, this coming Sunday at MCC Fest. A far-right conference in Budapest uh, uh, that's being backed by Victor Orbán, our boy. Oh,
2: yeah. I, I actually mentioned this on the podcast earlier. He's going to come out in a turtleneck dressed like Steve Jobs. He's going to have to be. <laughs> uh... yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. The yeah. world
2: according to Tucker Carlson. Can you imagine being the sort of person that would be pipe, like pumped for that? Oh, I can't wait to fucking hear about Tucker Carlson's worldview. Can't wait. <laughs> T- Tucker Carlson's I, worldview put, puts asses in seats.
0: Yes. Uh, I, th- I think it would, th- at this convention, I got a feeling that these people did come to hear what Tuck's got to say. And I also <laughs> got a feeling that, that Tuck's probably going to be a little rougher around the edges than he is when he's on Fox. Because uh, you got to play to your audience, as it were. And his audience is uh, the good conservatives of Hungary, where I'm sure there's no just crackling racism or anti-semitism anywhere.
2: Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Tony Cross is going to be like, I've got a very simple position. Arabs, I've just never been a fan of them it's just like oh yay or whatever you know what I mean whatever whatever gets that particular because I don't know shit about Hungarian like hyper conservatives but I'm sure they hate somebody and Tucker Carlson has to hate those people too (laughs) unless it just happens to be white capitalists right (laughs) if Hungary is far right is for some reason incredibly anti white capitalist Tucker Carlson is going to have a real bad evening but somehow I doubt
0: it (laughs) we we hate the heirs of frozen food corporations boo Your frozen meals
2: suck Tucker Carlson Even here in Hungary
0: (laughs) Tuck's like wow this is a niche market Holy shit How did I not vet this ahead of time
2: Our government makes sure that the last three meals I ate were boiled shoe leather I still won't (laughs) touch a fucking Swanson frozen dinner You motherfucker Chuck, we love you. Jews, we hate you. <laughs> yeah. Chuck Girls is like, wow, this is a real mixed crowd. Yeah. <laughs> haters of frozen food or haters of frozen food and lovers of the things I hate. Take, yeah. Take that, take that Swansons.
0: Yeah, we vicious anti-Semites who also hate Swansons. It's pretty much that's pretty much the eclectic mix that makes up Hungary's far
2: right. Those are all just goofs. I've I've I have i have not had a Swanson frozen meal in forever because uh, even though I am a sad single male, I'm not that sad and single. <laughs> You're not eating bachelor chow. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sitting there with a fucking Salisbury steak and some steamed corn that I just pulled fresh out of the microwave. <laughs> with a little TV table in front of me, just like mm, sobbing while I eat corn. it while watching like a like a, fr- like a Friends rerun or something. No, I'm not that guy. I, I, I will eat p- pizza that I have ordered freshly prepared for me, and I will eat that while crying sadly watching YouTube. I'm a modern male. You, you tell him, Al.
0: You tell him.
1: Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness.
0: So I think that covers uh our our tucker Carl our bumpless tucker segment
2: yeah Bumpless. So- okay well uh, so uh that that means that I'm happy to introduce a brand new segment on the show uh so uh w- welcome everybody for the Rona roundup Mike, play that bump. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't get the chance to say this next
1: part's bumpless. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I was so glad. That... So uh, we may, in fact, come up with a Rona Roundup bump, because uh, the Rona appears to be with us for a while longer, as it were. <laughs> yeah, with Delta I, uh, who, Plus. Who, who, could
2: possibly, who could possibly imagine why it would be that the coronavirus is still a big deal in our country? Oh, why? Why plus? can't anyone tell us why this is still happening?
0: If only there was some way to figure out why people that were easy to infect of a virus that mutates would allow mass quantities of them to be infected by the virus, (laughs) have the virus mutate and become even more powerful and dangerous. So, uh, yeah, we now have Delta Plus. Yeah, which is apparently even more contagious than Delta, which was more contagious than original Alpha coronavirus. And we now also have the Lambda strain of the coronavirus, which is apparently more vaccine resistant than previous strains of the coronavirus.
2: Somewhere so- in the world, the president of the, the Corona Brewing Company or whatever is sending a sympathetic email to the president of the Delta Airlines Company. Yeah. Like, bro, we, we get it. Like, we know. I
0: I think I actually saw that exchange on Twitter. I mean, yeah, I saw the-
1: a joke mock up of that exchange. Yes. Like, yeah, welcome to the world of suck. Like Yeah.
2: yeah I mean, it is Well, th- thanks for both of you chiming in to tell me that I'm not very original. <laughs> no. Nope. No no new thoughts in the world. No. D- oh. d- have have I ever told you guys my story about vajazzling? Yes. I was there I- for that. Oh, were you there that night? Yeah, I, I, I can't remember what point of my life that was. I but think yeah, we... I'm the one who told you, and like, that's a thing, man. Yeah, we were just talking about, like, the, the idea of bedazzling, and, like, it was, like, the, the body of bedazzling was becoming a thing, and I was like, man, people should do that on their private parts and call it bedazzling or some dumb joke like that. And somebody, like, maybe Sarge turned to me and was just like, that's already a thing. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> and,
1: and they, I think they call it bedazzling. Oh, again. No, that,
2: the, yeah, that that was, the, that was the reason I was so infuriated. I thought that I was so <laughs> clever for coming up with bedazzling on the spot. It was like, no, it's already a thing. It's like, you son of a bitch.
0: <laughs> God damn it. Hey, if we rush now, we can be the two millionth person to make the gotta keep them vaccinated joke about the offspring firing their drummer for not getting vaccinated. (laughs) How
1: fucking (laughs) dedicated to this shit do you have to be to be with a band for like 15 years and they're just like, hey, you need to... You need to you, get you, vaccinated.
2: Yeah, you need to get the you need to get the shot. And he's just like, But I have a disease that that might exacerbate. And they're just like, We don't give a fuck. You get the shot or you're out. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I don't know shit about the disease that guy's got and whether or not that is a good excuse, but it turns out that the guys of the offspring uh didn't seem to care very much. So I guess uh, good for them for being really into this uh stamping out the road of shit. It's hard to It's hard to really fault anyone for demanding someone they have to tour and live and sweat with every day to get their fucking shot. It's just like, you know, even if it would exacerbate his pre existing condition or whatever, I mean, that's a rough beat, but also I don't want to tour with you because, you know, touring.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, and also on the Rona Roundup, we have uh, our president, the real president for Really Real's, Joe Biden, uh, decided to uh, mention uh, Texas and Florida, you two kind of fucking suck, and you need to get with the program and quit sucking, and... uh Ron DeSantis, the uh, governor of Florida and the man who aspires to be the Republican nominee for president in 2024, while he's trying to uh, clear out the dead that are piling like cordwood all around him and filling the streets of his uh, now nightmare hellscape of a state, uh DeSantis had a day to respond to Biden being like, yo, dude, uh seriously, quit quit being a fucking idiot. Uh DeSantis responded by saying, Why don't you close the border? That's why Florida's like COVID levels are so high. The southern border's not being solidified. And uh, can you guys uh let me know how much of the Florida border connects to Mexico? On,
1: let, let me get my place mat out with the map. Oh, yeah, of the I, mean, US. I, I was
2: I was literally thinking to myself, I was like, When he says the border, does he mean the the border to the ocean where people from, like, does he, he's just like, if you just look out over our pristine beaches and you'll see on the horizon, like a horizon littered with Cuban ships bringing their COVID infested people here. It's like, I don't think that, I think you could, that's not, no, that's not true. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, About that. Yeah.
0: So that that was that was Ron and his crack staff of researchers and other people that were working in his office were like, how do we fire back at Biden for pointing out the fact that Florida is probably where the omega strain of COVID is going to come from and end humanity? And his reaction was blame Mexicans and just be a xenophobic sack of shit. I mean, it's really incredible that that was his that was his big retort was
2: also uh, I, I hate I hate to tell like these conservative idiots. I mean, you, you would think you would think like a fucking Burger King franchisee or something would be the person to go to them would just be like, hey, guys, your are stan- like, the coronavirus has fucked up everything. Your stance can't simultaneously be we hate immigrants. And also we need people to work at Burger King like our Burger King desperately needs immigrants who are willing to work for the tiny pay. We want to pay a human being to do the work for. And like now that people have realized the jig is up uh, and they don't have to do that job. We're fucked. So please embrace immigrants. <laughs> it's just like i mean even even where i live which is you know like not the most liberal in the world but certainly has like more liberal leaning than uh conservative leaning shit going on like there's just like a bunch of businesses that are just that have signs up they're just like sorry our service sucks like now there's not a lot of staff going around like people are just not coming back to work so our our, our service will be slow and me just totally reasonable person yeah all right my burrito is going to take an extra 30 minutes shit uh, bummer Whatever that sucks. Like I'm not gonna hem and haw about it, but at the same time, it's just like your options are: embrace people that are willing to work for less pay, or pay people a fair fucking wage. Ideally, both, but we know we're not going to get that. <laughs> no, never. Right. Boy, howdy! If you if you if you could pay an immigrant like a living human wage where they could like afford a place for them and their family to live without needing multiple jobs. Oh boy, what a world. But I mean, <laughs> such, we, are, we are never going to get that. It's never going to happen.
0: Such, such a socialist utopia would never darken the doors of the United States of America. Yeah. Boy,
2: because I mean, Then those owners would be like, but if I do that, how much am I supposed to pay the whites? And it's like a fucking livable wage. You, you, <laughs> go- you goons just just pay people what they're worth. And anyway, uh, yeah, uh, uh, Rona roundup. Just before we forget, because it is worth noting, even though there's no like QAnon angle to it. But while we're generally talking about the the Corona, uh, some places like New York have wisely decided, "Hey, fuck off, mask mandate or mm-hmm. vax mandate. You need pr- prove to us you're you're vaccinated if you want to be inside places. If not, enjoy the beautiful outdoors of New York City that everyone's talking about so much." Yeah. And
0: uh, Asa Hutchinson, the uh, governor of Arkansas, has come out and said, you know that banning of mask mandates that I did? Ooh, probably should not have done that. That one... That's a my bad, guys. My bad. Yeah,
2: probably should have allowed people to have yeah, masks. be. And also, oh, didn't didn't Lindsey Graham come out as having COVID? Like, doesn't he, that dude have COVID now? Yeah, Lindsey Graham came out. Oh, did that had, happen?
0: Wow. Yeah, Lindsey Graham came out to said he had COVID, but said that he's feeling great because he was vaccinated. And that's why his symptoms are minor. So you should get vaccinated, too. What? You, but that's
2: Lindsey Graham. He's re- 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 Republican. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, hey, guess what, guys? Get the fucking vaccine. I mean, I don't know why. Trying to tell our listeners that our listeners are all Smart babies who have their (laughs) vaccine So I don't need to be talking about That to any of the people listening to this show uh, so that's our Vax roundup for the week. Uh, r- but before you go out of headlines, because I-, I mentioned that we would discuss it at least briefly earlier, and it's not part of our list here. Uh, how about uh, Donald Trump just turning his back on his boy, Rudy? I think that shit is hilarious. <laughs> I missed this. You got to give me the breakdown. I completely missed uh, this. So I don't have any of the articles called up, but here's the short version. Uh, Rudy Giuliani is about to be flat fucking broke because all of his money is tied up facing several lawsuits and he can't practice law in like DC and New York or whatever. So, uh, Rudy Giuliani is fucked, and uh, Donald Trump was apparently a unhappy with the amount he was paying. He was paying Giuliani for like like appearances and stuff. I guess it was like twenty thousand a day, and Trump was right. unhappy with that. And b Donald Trump uh, and his legal team are just not helping Giuliani with any of his financial problems. <laughs> they're, not, they're just not like not pitching in, and it's because in like his lawyer's position is apparently. Uh, Rudy Giuliani's actions, even if they were on the behalf of the former president slash current president of the United States, Donald Trump, were problematic. And as a lawyer, he should have known they were problematic. And so he is just sort of on his own. (laughs)
0: If you wanted to get paid, you should have done a job worthy of getting paid. You big dumb dumb.
2: Yeah, and, dumb. and if you broke a bunch of laws by saying a bunch of slanderous shit on our, or libelous shit, whichever would pick your poison, on uh, the behalf of the president, well, that's on you because you should have known better, but you did it anyway, so now you're fucked. Get fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our legal position is fuck you, Rudy Giuliani. Enjoy, like, dying, like, you know what? Rich white person, penniless, which is to say, still living way better than most people on the planet.
1: Right? <laughs> yeah, well above the poverty line.
2: Yeah. yeah, I mean, when Rudy Giuliani dies penniless, it'll be in a mansion or whatever. But it's right? Like, oh, the poor guy; he had so little money. Yes. <laughs>
1: okay, <cool. laughs> I mean, him in Game of Thrones. I, I've never seen anyone burn their legacy quite so well.
2: Yeah,
0: he went from being America's mayor and like the obvious like next president to crazy dude who is uh talking in front of the four seasons landscaping uh department i mean it's just it is amazing that he destroyed himself as totally utterly and completely as he did it is breathtaking the fall from grace that man has had (laughs) speaking of destroying
1: themselves i want to announce uh sarge's conspiracy corner we're that's coming up. I'm doing the research. We're gonna start having those after follow the cabal when that ends. and uh, I want you guys to get excited. The first part is the first sarge's conspiracy book book corner book club is gonna be on the moon landing so yeah, we're so
2: still, we're still workshopping a name for it, which is why you yeah. said like four hundred names there Yeah, so uh we're still working on titles,
1: but uh Sarge's conspiracy book club. And uh, the first book is going to be The Moon Landing, Apollo and the Whistleblowers, and we're going to go over the nuttiness that is uh, faking the moon landing and why that's ridiculous. So that's going to start after Fall of the Cabal. The first episode is going to be free to all you beautiful babies. It's always going to be weird when I say it, but we're going to give you the first taste for free. And then after that, it's going up in the uh, premium vault. So look forward to that. It's going to be coming up here in two weeks.
2: Yeah, and also, if you uh, have any sort of crazy conspiracy book recommendations, you can uh, ship those over to Sarge for potential future dissecting by the crew. Uh, You can find him on Twitter at Hellworld with a Q instead of an O, Sarge. Yeah. And now, play that fucking bump! Our listeners got questions, we got answers. It's time for Q and A. I guess one for three ain't bad.
0: Wow, one for three will get, <laughs> we'll get you in the Hall of Fame, as they always say.
2: So, All right. Um, let's answer some, some, some sweet, sweet listener questions from our beautiful babies.
0: <laughs> so uh, Narc asks, uh, did any of you guys ever have a LAN party back in the day? Diablo and Diablo 2 LAN parties with friends were the best. Of course, I bring this up because LAN doesn't mean internet. <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah. So, uh, the, the short answer is yes. With an asterisk, uh, uh, personally, I, I never really had, like our family never really had enough money growing up for us to have a computer that could run games. Uh, like the, the computer I had was essentially just a fucking, uh, IRC machine. Like I was just in chat rooms, uh, like, you know, d- doing 12 year old boy flirting with girls on the internet, uh, who were also probably 12 year old boys at the time. Um, and then you know, occasionally I would pirate some stuff off of uh Kazaa or what have you. Uh, that being said, when the wonderful game Halo Colon Combat Evolved released, uh, boy, howdy did I play the shit out of Halo at Halo Land parties. Uh, where it, luckily our, our local uh gaming store for a while were holding in person, full like you know, eight man on eight man. Halo land tournament parties like every weekend, uh, and for a while uh, I played I was not very good, although I was a capture the flag specialist. I was much better at capturing flags and killing people, and I even earned myself a dumb nickname, and that was King, so uh yeah, I played some land parties back in the day, but on the Xbox and not p c nice <sighs> uh,
0: I never did a land party uh I think like kind of like the the edgiest like hang out all night kind of wackiness that I got myself into was a couple of uh, Magic the Gathering, like, home games. I, w- I remember, like, going to this um, place and playing, like, 10-person multiplayer games of Magic that would start around 10 o'clock at night and end at, like, 5 in the morning. And just these, just epically long, brutal, horrible games of Magic that <laughs> took forever. And after like the first couple games because everyone just brought their normal dueling deck to this just 10 player multiplayer shit show of a game then People started medding for actual crazy multiplayer
2: bullshit. Yeah, because th- because when you nut off stroke a stroke of genius for someone to death, you can only target one player with that.
0: Right, exactly. <laughs> and, and then like and then like one guy came up with like the most ridiculous thing in the history of the world, where he uh, busted out a jester's mask, and the whole point of the jester's mask was uh, that. Anytime anyone would like look at him or go for an out, try to kill him, he'd be like, "If you kill me, I'm gonna give Bob the best hand possible." So his like whole threat was just, "Nice, I will, I will suicide myself. I will let you kill me, but in response, I will make somebody else win the game." He was just aggressively kingmaking with gesture's masks, and if you tried to break the gesture's mask, he would also immediately threaten you of the same thing. So it was just, it just got to a point where it got. I
2: mean it should it should like if the rest of you guys were sick of that shit, it should have just got to the point where you just murdered Bob every week first. Yeah. Just, just let him king make for somebody until he realized that every time he showed up to this tournament, he was just first man out. It was <laughs> like you can, you can show up and we'll just kill you immediately,
0: right? Yeah. Well, that was the thing. Is like once people started doing that shit, it like it went from being like the fun silliness to now being like competitive, and that uh, made everybody not so happy. So it like it, it fizzled
2: out at that point. Ah, yes. What, what would later become known as the commander principle. <laughs> it was a multiplayer format where some people decided to start trying too hard for the rest of the people and were ostracized. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yes, Commander, everyone's favorite magic format, which sounds sarcastic, but it's sadly not sarcastic. It is wildly popular and a bummer for those of us <laughs> that like the competitive part of magic. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, how about you, Sarge? Any land parties?
1: Uh, yeah, a bunch of Starcraft, bunch of Starcraft land parties. We played like local multiplayer StarCraft just a ton. You lucky
2: duck. I was always, StarCraft was never my shit, but I was always so jealous of the people that got to do it with Diablo. Diablo looked so fun back in the day, but man, I just did not have a computer that could fuck with any of that shit. Yeah. Uh, Well, thank you for the the question. Yep.
0: So, uh, old McWatkins asks his usual fight club (laughs) insanity. And says, if if Martin Geddes, Austin Steinbart, and QAnon John were all mar- magic cards, which existing cards would they be, or what card would you create to represent them? They would all be Melting, because Melting is the worst card ever printed. Mm. <laughs> uh, I've always loved that card. It just always makes me laugh. The idea that you would have that anti-Snowland card. I gotta I got bring that in. Snowlands are too powerful, man.
2: Yeah, I don't know enough about any of these guys uh, to to know for sure uh, what sort of magic cards would represent them. And also, we we just already went on like a little bit of a magic tangent. So uh, maybe we'll circle back to this one. But for the time being, just assume whatever the three worst cards of any individual block are. Like, what are the three worst cards in Fallen Empires? Probably those three.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. we're we're dealing with a lot of uh, not... Was that the Cephalids? Did they have that in Thalids? There were a lot of Thalids in there, too.
2: Uh, Honestly, I don't really remember exactly what's in Fallen Empires. I just know that it is historically, like, one of the sets that almost killed magic. (laughs) So so bad it was. It just came out Like, like sometimes magic almost died because a set came out and was too powerful that that's happened a few times, but there were like one, maybe two times where a set came out and it was just so bad that people were not interested in playing with magic cards anymore. That one,
0: uh, I remember, like because I got into Magic right almost at that time, and a pair of people told me that the dark went into Fallen Empires, and those two sets just blew. They were just the absolute worst, and that's why they had to do a massive advertising campaign for Alliances and promised everybody, Alliances will be full of good cards, we promise. And then Alliances had lots of good cards, like Force of Will and all that other dumb shit. So uh, yeah, Um,
2: so yeah, they, they they are magic cards that suck. They're way worse than just a vanilla one-one-for-one. One one. Let's just say that.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Much worse. So uh, thank you for the Fight Club question of the week from old man Mick Uh Deport gamers. Boo. Don't deport us. We're, we're people too. Uh, while Reagan undoubtedly created the conservative zeitgeist until Trump, U.S. conservatives also ended up discarding many things about his original vision. What parts of Trumpism do you think Republicans will eventually abandon whilst still sticking to the core? Uh, his protectionism. His anti-free market and free trading shit. Republicans want to trade with China. They just want all the, they want all the China bucks they can possibly get their hands on. His trade war with China and uh, basically ruining our farmers' ability to make money by selling their products to China. All that shit. Bull, boo! They they will jettison all the protectionism and isolationism, and they'll just uh, keep the free markets and the xenophobia and all that other shit going strong.
2: Yeah, they, they they want they want to hate foreigners but they also want they want to do so while for four dollars a yeah yeah I mean just like like ho- like Hollywood especially uh just needs foreign money like ho- like especially like you know now that movies are sort of coming back or they were until the Delta started to just put it directly into everyone's uh like bad place uh' it was like it just completely Dependent on the fact that the Chinese love the Fast and Furious now. I mean, uh, so so any, anything that the free market could do to hobnob better with China and the the on the rise India, like the, the 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 pandemic fucked a lot of the world. Uh, that was like on the up and coming. So, uh, as the coronavirus becomes like actually managed over time, uh, we're going to start to see the re resurgence of China and India.
0: Yeah. I agree with all that, and uh, so thank you for yeah, the question. <laughs> I can't add anything to that, even though I don't want to be deported. Uh, Chairman Walkman asks, "What would be your perfect sandwich?" Uh,
2: it exists. It's called the Reuben.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say probably something in the Reuben family, and if it's morning, uh, some sort of Monte Cristo.
2: Yeah, I mean, see, even so, in in the morning, I, I used to be a Monte Cristo fan, right? Uh, but now nowadays, my my old my old palate and tum-tum, I think it might just be too much for breakfast. Like I can certainly eat it for like a dinner meal. Right. Uh, For breakfast, I'm of the mind that, you know, just a simple breakfast sausage, egg and cheese on either a bagel or an English muffin, boom, knock it out of the park for breakfast sandwich. Uh, But any other time of the day sandwich, I'm going to go with a Reuben. Like I want it to be a nice Reuben. I mean, I'll fuck with a bad Reuben anyway, but but I already call the Reuben the king of sandwiches. And I like Reuben derivatives too. Like the Rachel, I'll I'll fuck with the Rachel, you know, the Reuben, the Rachel, they're both nice good 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 how about you mike raids what's your favorite sandwich
0: uh i'm good with like uh i'm good with a turkey blt uh minus the tomato i've just I've, I've found that like just trying to uh not just eat a double quarter pounder all the time uh and looking for uh better proteins as it were that i do like turkey and how do you uh
2: how do you feel about avocado
0: Avocado, eh, I, I could live or die. I, I could go without. I could, I could tolerate it. It's fine. Well, here,
2: here's here's a here's a, a, a mysterious life hack for you. Uh, since you don't like tomato, the next time, go ahead and try that uh, BLT minus the T plus a little A. The Avocado <laughs> really helped uh, bring a bring a little extra something to a BLT. Sounds good. It's got like a different texture than the rest of it on top of adding that flavor to it because you get the crispiness of the bacon and you get that like smooth sort of like buttery consistency of the avocado and then you get the protein consistency of the turkey. It's all quite nice. And then the oh, crispiness of the you're
1: making me hungry.
2: Yes. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like I, I actually prefer I like uh, I like my BLT with avocado added on top of it for that reason. I think it's like it adds the, the texture it adds is just as important as the flavor.
0: This I this is I love these questions. I love questions like this that are just like so off topic and lead to these discussions. They're just they're just great. Uh so thank you, Chairman Walkman, for another great question. Uh placeholder asks, was Mike Lundell really a crack addict, or is that just a setup to his redemption story? Uh I don't have evidence against him, so I'm not gonna call him a liar.
2: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Michael Lindell claims he used to be a crack addict? Yes, that is his story. That is his actual story. What the fuck? I mean, I've never heard that in my life. This is not a bit. (laughs) This is completely new info to me. I cannot believe that this guy is like, so he was just like, yeah, yeah, I used to be awful. I used to be a crack addict. And then I pulled myself up by my bootstraps, and started making pillows. Yep. Is that the heroic story of Michael Lindell? Yes, it is. It absolutely is. God, I I kind of hope it's true. Can you imagine that That he was like, like, like smoking crack, but like just being like, God, like uh, every time I fucking get high on this crack, my back is all achy because I'm just sitting on this pile of wet cardboard boxes. Like, what I really like is a pillow that's economical and ergonomic and like provides support and a high level of quality without breaking the bank. And just decided to go make it happen. I'll call it crack pillow. And then he's just like, I don't think that's going to sell, buddy. He's like. Okay, well, fuck it. Like, what do you suggest I name my pillow? And then light bulb goes off
1: his head. Galaxy Pro. (laughs)
2: Oh man. Okay, well, uh, my answer to this question is unfortunately I didn't know he was supposed to be a crack addict from the beginning, so I have no opinion either way. Really, I do. Like, is is it weird to say I hope he was a crack addict? (laughs) (laughs) A little. Uh, I mean, weird. like for the story of Michael Adele, both in his favor and so we can continue to dunk on him. I mean, it pleases it pleases both parties because uh, I'm certainly not going to be like, ah, guy had a substance abuse problem, isn't that crazy? But I do like the idea that that might have been the genesis for his pillow creation. So, uh, you know, for good and for bad, and in service to both of us, I hope he was a crackhead. <laughs> I'll say it. I feel like I've made my case for why that's not too crazy to say. <laughs>
0: i
1: oh my god
0: I, yeah it's a it's a kind of a foundational part of his story so i doubt he was lying about it because um
2: just seems like a really weird thing to
0: suggest
1: i mean he definitely could be
2: he's like he's like yeah my partner bubbles and i we went into business uh to make the best pillow ever <laughs> there's your your. The Wire reference of the wo 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 week <laughs> <laughs> well, Once again, just completely lost On the two Philistines that I am uh, Here recording with, and I know They have both seen The Wire Yeah, what? The, what are you the, talking about? I got it No, you, the, you, 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 But you didn't acknowledge it And it was great, so I pissed
0: <laughs> The problem for me is that uh Bubbles, is, in my mind, Bubbles is a guy I knew in Las Vegas who was one of the greatest poker dealers that ever lived. And uh, so whenever I hear that name, I think of him and I don't think of The Wire. So I Why would you possibly think of him
2: when I say that name? I don't know your buddy, Bubbles. I know what I'm just saying.
0: That's, that's where my brain goes to. It's just, it, it's it's my dumb brain. I'm not saying that it's uh, it's logical or right. I'm just you saying- You need to
2: get those synapses fa- firing faster, <laughs> sirs, for my, for my topical 20-year-old pop culture references. Although the wire is timeless. This yes. is true.
0: B- both of these things are true. I apologize. Um, so... Uh, the, our last couple of questions were uh, to do with uh, Ron's bullshit, which we've covered in depth. But uh, I think, because uh, uh, one person asked, Isn't the distorted voice Ron's? It's like, Yeah, it is. And, uh, the, the <laughs> the- yeah, it, hey, Mike, isn't Q just Ron? <laughs> Yes. Uh, but uh, the, the per- uh, doctor initially wins the prize for uh, questions involving Ron's bullshit video, which is, has Ron finally decided to jump into the ASMR vocals? Because his distorted voice is so fucking weird in that thing. It could have been attempted ASMR. <laughs>
2: um, I mean, hey, like, he, he, you know, who knows? I wouldn't put it past him. He's obviously just doing whatever he can to try to get something out of this whole Q racket he has been running uh, with the dumb mask off, right? Like he, he, He's trying to make a go of it as uh, Booster Gold without the super suit, but it turns out that without his super suit, Booster Gold is fucking useless. Uh, That's like- right! Booster Gold reference! Boom! Wow. Everyone's favorite DC superhero, Booster Gold!
0: <laughs> Nailed it. Man, so mainstream with the references, everyone's gonna get
2: everything this oh, yeah. Yeah. My, Mike, do you know who Booster Gold is? Be honest.
0: Yes, I do. I know Booster Gold, but mostly just because Booster Gold was involved in the death of Superman storyline. He, was, ah, like he was. He was.
2: Yeah. yeah he was. Yeah. Like I, I and most people would probably know him as being in some pretty good episodes of Justice League Unlimited. Yep. Um, that that was my... Well. I, I i read the death of superman when it was coming out but by the time justice league unlimited came out i had like i had forgotten all about the parts of that book that weren't superman and doomsday beating the piss out of each other <laughs> yeah or i guess i guess doomsday beating the piss out of the supermanless justice league was pretty good too where he's yeah. just like you fucking chumps Uh ah, blue beetle's here to save the day and doomsday's just like who snatches him <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> what
0: yeah and uh so and finally we close with the Chairman Walkman question in numerous, which is uh what are you excited about?
2: Uh I'll I'll do mine. Mine's easy. I'm moving into a new place. It's been a while searching. I finally found one. Uh it is inside of my budget and close to all the things I wanted it to be close to. I am quite pleased. So that is going to be happening uh soon. Like every, everything is moving very quickly now that I finally found the place. So it's a little nerve wracking in that sense. Uh, but also uh, exciting. I'll be happy to get settled in. And in addition to that, uh, I'm actually a little excited for that Suicide Squad movie that's coming out, mostly because I can watch it for the comfort of my own home.
1: Uh, I'm also excited for Suicide Squad. And what else? Um, Hmm. Trying to think, there has you, to be something else. Uh, Sergeant's know, life
0: is a cold void. That is- I'm excited.
1: I'm excited for this month of um, binge-worthy coming up because uh, we get to do a bunch of Marvel stuff, and I'm excited about that because I don't know what we're going to do for at least half of the month.
2: Yeah. yeah, we we have kind of two of them locked in uh, as we went over on our episode last week, but the other two are going to we're, we're each pretty much going to get one pick them uh, to to round out the month and. I think I know what mine is going to be, but we shall see. But yeah, yeah. The, the Infinity August is happening uh, starting this week on Binge wordy yeah. uh, and I, I'm a little excited for that too. You know, we started the we started the show talking about a bunch of Marvel stuff, and we didn't want to like give the impression that that was all we were about, so we moved off of it for a while. But now we're back in the saddle, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and what about you, Mike Rands? What are you excited about?
0: I'm excited because uh, for the first time in in a really long time, I'm probably going to sit down and play some actual poker this week. I just have been on the other side of the table in perpetuity and just never really felt the desire to do that. But now uh, I got a little jingle jangle in my pocket, as it were. been working a lot, so... It's like, hey, let me let me get on let me get on the other side here and actually uh, play against these folks that I throw cards at all the time, and um, that's it's just uh, it's just one of the most interesting games to play because you're just you never know what world your opponent is in. You could be dealing with someone who's trying to optimize their three bet ranges in late position and all this kind of stuff. And then you're playing against somebody who's like, I was bored, so I called of 10-4 offsuit. What What are you? What can you think? I mean, that's the way the world works. And it's just like, oh, my God. You just you just deal with the, just that. The thing that you're dealing with, the slice of humanity, the, the people outside the cards are so much more important than the actual physical cards you get. is just what matters. And I just find that part of the game really fascinating.
2: Do, cool. do, you suppose, do you suppose strippers ever get that impulse where they're just like, God, sometimes I just want to be the one in the seat watching the pussy pop. <laughs> and they're just like, they're just like, hey, and they just talk to the bouncer. They're just like, hey, can I get to the EO list so I can fucking get off early and then go see uh, Sean Trees do her thing. She's got really incredible pole game.
1: <laughs> I mean,
0: it has to be yeah. right. I uh, and I am very much like a stripper, where I I do what I do, and people throw dollars at me. Although they're in the form of chips instead of like actual singles, so I get accept and, and, that.
2: and I heard that if we pay you enough, you will blow us in a side room.
1: Mm. Um, no handies, though. That's no, not what he does. No comment. The, so. No.
2: The, the problem with hand jobs is that there's like an implied level of eye contact that's just not there for a blowy. He'll, he'll only do an HJ with a with a with a plague doctor mask on to obscure his identity.
0: I now want to deal poker and play poker with a plague doctor mask on. I'm
2: I want, glad that that wasn't going where I thought it was. So now I want to play poker, and give hand jobs. <laughs> no. Uh, I, yeah,
0: I, I wanna I wanna show I wanna like somehow miracle free roll a seat to the main event of the world series and just wear a plague doctor mask the whole time I'm there. And people are like, you're not allowed to wear that. I'm like, yeah, I'm allowed to wear a mask. What are you what do you want? You need to get <laughs> COVID?
2: Yeah, you could be you could be like that guy uh, that got kicked out that one time for smelling bad. Yes, and, and, you, and you could just be like, show me in the rule book where it says about wearing a plague doctor mask. Wait, is yeah. that
1: a thing? A guy got kicked out for like? Yeah,
2: oh yeah, but a bunch of a bunch of poker players are notoriously foul. But this guy, you know, it was a multi day tournament, and he had been playing in a bunch of events, and he just wore this like one jersey or t shirt or whatever, like either for luck or just because he was a grimy dude, and he smelled really bad. And at one point, like the floor came over, and just like dog you need to either change or get the fuck out of here. A bunch of people are complaining about how bad you stink. And he very loudly started like arguing that it wasn't in the rules that he had to smell good, or at least that he was like, show me in the rule book where it says about smelling. Yeah. (laughs) They, they showed him in the rule book where it says about kicking you out for any reason whatsoever yeah, we're and he Cassino. was just like oh shit
0: <laughs> the reason why I cackled so much was that that is the exact quote the guy oh gave. yeah I, I will always remember that quote show me <laughs>
2: in the rule book where it says about smelling
0: right and I'm just like, I, I had those exact words in my head and I was wondering if L was going to say them or if I was going to have to jump in and say them so I was like oh my god the fact that it's so memorable that L had it perfect the way I did just just, oh my god, chef's kiss. It was so good.
2: <laughs> so yeah, Mike Raid's uh, looking to get a little lucky, by which I mean at the poker table and not with a plague doctor mask in the side room of a poker room.
1: Show uh, me in the rules where it says about smelling bad.
2: And that is going to be it for this week's episode of the Adventures in Hell World podcast. It is time for me to paddle this here three-person kayak out of the borders of Hellworld, uh, meaning it is time for me to talk to you in a fashion a little shilly. That's right. We're trying to make some money here, and we want you to provide that money by visiting us at patreon.com slash pokerpolitics, where you can uh, tip your dealer for as low as $2 a month if you like what you're listening to. Anyone that provides at least $5 a month gets access to all of our sweet, sweet bonus content, including uh, the wrapped series, The Foul is Deed, in which case uh, or in which instance, I should say, Mike Rains was talking about uh, the life and death of JFK. He is now uh, pivoted to what we are calling unnamed history podcast. Oh yes. It is the Washington football team of podcasts. And that is Mike Rage is talking about general historical events, uh, as Sarge mentioned earlier, we are going to uh, be debuting uh, the conspiracy book club or title to be determined uh, at some point. And of course we are uh, coming up on the final, I guess, third of cabal our glorious series where we discuss the fall of the cabal anyway that was a long way to say if you give us five dollars a month you get access to a bunch of our bonus content we like doing the bonus content a lot it's a lot of fun and this week's episode of cabal spoiler sport awarding is probably the most fun we have had recorded what i mean yeah. we we made ourselves laugh a lot so <laughs> if you would like to see if we can make you laugh as well you can get access to that at other shows for five bucks a month now say you have five dollars a month or even more dollars a month. And you're just like, I don't want to give it to you. You're just some assholes on the internet. Why would I give my money to you? And it's just like, you know what? We understand your position. So if you would like to do a little good with that money, you can do so by donating it to love146.org, an organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation. That is a direct quote from them. So you know, if you want to protect the children the way the QAnon folks claim they do, go ahead and put your money where your mouth is, literally by donating it to love146.org. We have some people that help make our show go that we like to thank every week. The first being DJ Minimal Effort, supplier of our glorious intro theme. He remains too cool for social media. So this is his shout out. Uh, but unfortunately, I cannot direct you to any of his further works because he's just not online. Uh, however, there are some people online, uh, specifically our buddy Frosty, who does voiceover work for us. He's the voice of Q when needed, but he's also the one who provides all of our drops and bumps for our various segments and such. You can find him on Twitter at Frosty And then what's this? person that helps make the show go just kidding it's us me and sarge the team behind binge wordy our spinoff pop culture podcast uh where we discuss uh such incredible things as the marvel cinematic universe uh, independence day and its crappy sequel etc so if you would like to join us for that uh ride you can do so by listening to Bingeworthy. that's b-i-n-g-e-w-r-w-o-r-d-y and you can find us on twitter at the same name so for another successful episode of The Adventures in Hellworld podcast, I have been your host Hellworld L. Joined as always by my co-host Hellworld Sarge and the person who makes the whole thing go, our resident QAnon expert, Mr. Mike Reigns. Good speed, patriots. Acast powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend.